This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is My Mind Emporium. Welcome to my podcast, where we talk about conspiracy theories, scandals, tall tales, you name it, we talk about it. How you guys doing today? I am over sleeping past 12 o'clock in the afternoon. But I didn't get to bed last night until about four because I had a lot on my mind and I had a lot on my mind because of the nightmare I had. So I have <clears throat> I've been trying to figure out what had happened and I'm trying to figure out what was wrong and I realized like the dream I had was about there was a there's a okay i have baby wipes near my bed and so there's a picture of a baby which explains the baby crying thing but it doesn't but it doesn't explain everything else but we're not talking about me and my little weird dreams today we're this is whack ass wednesday a weird ass wednesday uh i haven't quite i'm not quite sure if i know if it's whack ass wednesday or weird ass wednesday i just know it's a story and y'all all know it's a story about one of the princes in the royal family or a princess or a queen or a queen's grandchild that everybody think is jack the ripper we don't quite know um but today we are talking about prince george duke of kent now, Prince George Duke of Kent is another is is Queen Elizabeth's uncle. I believe he is the fourth child. Or King George V. He is um I don't know who his tyranny is, but his children are alive still. I think they're definitely uh, Duke of Kent, Duchess of Kent. They definitely uh, have of Kent in their names. So um, we're going to talk about him and him mysteriously passing away during World War II. Um, I said a plane crash, but I'm going to be very honest with you. I specifically don't quite know. So we're going to talk about that. And so we're going to go to his, um, to royalty wiki, which is basically royalty.fandom.com to basically give you an introduction of who Prince George Duke of Kent is. And he looks a whole lot like Prince Andrew. If you look at him, Prince Andrew, the Duke of York, he looks a whole lot like him. So let's get it started. All right, so Prince George, Duke of Kent, George Edward Alexander Edmund, was a member of the British royal family, the fourth son of King George V and Queen Mary. He was the youngest brother of Edward the the Eighth and George the Yo. George VI. 
He served in the Royal Navy in the 1920s and then briefly as a civil servant. He became Duke of Kent in 1934. In the late 1930s, he served as a RAF officer, initially as a staff officer, a RAF training command, and then from July 1941 as staff officer in the welfare section of the RAF inspector's general staff. He was killed in a military air crash on August 25th, 1942 i'm starting to notice a trend these royal men are murdered during virgo season coincidence or no mm. both before and during his marriage prince george allegedly had a string of affairs from socialites to hollywood celebrities yeah you know those hollywood celebrities they something else um, on August the twenty on August the twenty fifth, nineteen forty two, George and fourteen others took off in the RAF short Sunderland flying boat W four zero two six from Inver Gordon Ross and Cromarty to fly to Iceland on non operational duties. The aircraft crashed on Eagles Rock, a hillside near Dunbeath, Caithness, Scotland. All but one was killed, including George, who was 39 years old. Mm. So that's a little introduction to who he is. And to what happens to him. That was a short article, by the way. Usually we get long over here. So here's an, another article um, called Rebecca... RebeccaStarBrown.com is about the death of Prince George, the Duke of Kent. And it says, from Normandy to Windsor, putting the British monarchy in context. The death of George, Duke of Kent. All right. Through history... The British royal family has lost in any number of men to active combat, but is a number that has dwindled considerably in more recent centuries. The last king to die in battle was Richard III in 1485. The last king to active, actively participate in one was George II in 1743. Since then, the trend has been to, to preserve monarchs from their direct heirs to the throne. Younger sons have a bit more wiggle room, most recently evidenced by top secret deployment of Prince Harry last decade. Which I felt some kind of way about that too. I felt some kind of way too. Like when they like sent him and deployed Harry, I thought they were going to have him shut down or murdered or something like that. Because I don't know, I have my theories on the whole Harry situation. That's why I'm saying like, you know, there's a reason why he's rebelling against the royal family. Maybe he feels some kind of way about being deployed. But we're talking about Prince George, Duke of Kent. We ain't talking about Harry right now. The most recent war casualty of a senior British royal was Prince George, Duke of Kent, fourth son of King George V and Queen Mary during World War II. Age only 39 years old, George died from an airplane crash near Caithness, Scotland on August 25th, 1942 during non-operational duties. So there was no fighting or anything. Um, there was, it was, it was no fighting, basically. The death sent shockwaves through Britain. At the time of the accident, George's older brother, George VI, privately known as Albert, has been on the throne for less than six years following the abdication of Edward the 
eighth. Edward, probably known as David, was li living in in the Bahamas as its governor, a rule a role given to him during the war for debatable reasons. The third brother, Henry, Duke of Gloucester, had seen active duty throughout the war, though George's death would put a swift end to that. So y'all know Henry, Duke of Gloucester. We talked about his son yesterday. Yeah, we did talk about his son yesterday. Personally, George left behind his wife of eight years, Princess Marina of Greece and Denmark, and their three young children, Edward, Alexandra, and Michael, the last of whom was born only seven weeks before his father's death. His six-year-old son, Edward, succeeded him as Duke of Kent, while Marina continued to serve as a trained nurse through the rest of the war, focusing her remaining years on raising their children and carrying out engagement on behalf of George VI and then Elizabeth II. The death itself, however, is not without controversy. More specifically, there are many who still believe something untoward happened. That perhaps George's death was ordered by the British government with oversight by none other than Winston Churchill. Ooh, girl. Some of this stems from the fact that George led a controversial and dramatic personal life. Publicly, he was known as a handsome and dashing war hero, married to his beautiful and glamorous wife, and a devoted father to a young family. Privately, he was once addicted to cocaine and morphine and carried on numbers of reckless and indiscreet affairs with men and women. Likely bisexual, one of his famous rumored liaisons was the noted playwriter Noel Coward. Hmm. Okay. Then there was the fact that the Nazi sympathizers were unheard of within the Europe royalty even britain george the eighth and wallace simpson as duke and duchess of windsor met with adolf hitler in the late 30s and even during his brief stint as king there were rumored concern about where his and wallace sympathies lay ministers editing what they shared with the king for fear of him consorting with spies even wallace there is a school of thought that the plane crash had more to do about george's potential politics than actual mechanical failure or human error Whatever the case was, the aircraft, a RAF Sunderland, was on its way to Iceland and went down soon after taking off from Cromartery Firth. The aircraft was meant to fly over water, not land, and its intended flight route was to follow the coastline and then turn down north for Iceland. As when the collision occurred, the plane had deviated from its course after crashing the fuel tank at night and exploded, leaving all but one passenger dead. Flight Sergeant Andrew Jack somehow survived the collision. He wandered around the air aimlessly in the fog, disoriented and burned until he was discovered by chance the next day. Even so, many still question the details of the accident. An official investigation was launched into the crash by Parliament and its findings presented by the House of Commons Secretary for Air Wit. First, that the accident had occurred because of the aircraft was flown in a track other than that indicated on the flight plan given to the pilot or too low on altitude to clear the rising ground on the track. Secondly, the responsibility for this the responsibility for this serious mistake in airship airmanship lies with the captain of the aircraft. Thirdly, that the weather encounter should have presented no difficulties to experienced pilot pilot. 
Fourthly, that the examination of propellers showed that the engines were underpowered when the aircraft struck the ground. And fifthly, that all the compass of the aircraft were on duty at the time of the accident. But conspiracy theories have always questioned how such experienced pilot makes such basic mistakes and veered from the planned route. I was about to say course, I meant route. If there was a special mission, then there is or was the documentation. Then there is Jack, who was visited by senior Royal Air Force officials while he was convalescing in hospital. No one knows what was said by either side, but Jack refused to answer any questions about the flight for the rest of his life. Only once alluding that he disagreed with the investigation, finding that the crash was a result of a pilot error. Instead, he blamed on the plane's captain, but without context. And this begs question, who did he mean? At the last minute, the flight crew had been joined by Wing Commander Thomas Mosley, who outranked the pilot. But then so did George as an air commodore. Com commodore. Sorry, Commodore. Bizarre theories have emerged that George was taken out because he was in favor of some sort of consolation with Germany. A largely implausible book was written years ago alleging that George had traveled with a, a briefcase of Krona, which were a used were usable which weren't usable in Iceland, indicating the destination was covered for another mission altogether. Less outlandish is the suggestion that the foreign interference played a role giving what moving target George and his brother Henry symbolized when they saw the active duty. As for the suggestion that the British government played a role, all evidence in the month and year leading up to George's death, indicating that he was closely aligned with his brother, the king, as well as Churchill and his government. There is a little to no evidence to suggest he questioned British approach to the war once it was underway. George was distraught by his brother's death. The funeral was held four days later at St. George Capital at, at St. George Chapels. Chapel at Windsor and proved an emotional affair, particularly by the royal standards. Marina fell to her knees before George Casket and openly wept while the king had visible tears in his eyes when he dropped earth over the coffin at burial. What about Queen Elizabeth? How did she react to it? Because in the crown, they kind of incited that she had no emotions. I'm just saying, the show The Crown said that. Not me. The show The Crown said that she didn't cry. She had no emotions. She was at her dad's funeral and she had to act like she was crying. Anyway. Marina had to be escorted from the chapel by Queen Elizabeth. Oh, there she goes. <laughs> While George's mother, Queen Mary, took the king's arm. 26 years after George's death, his body was moved from St. George to Frogmore House. The site of his death on Eagle Rock is marked with a simple right cross, a memorial that George VI visit privately the following year. Marina lived until 1968 when she passed away from a brain tumor at Kensington Palace. Two of the couple's three children are full-time members of the current British royal family carrying out engagement and attending functions on behalf of their cousin, the Queen. So, you know, yeah. That's what that article said. I don't know how many articles I dug up about this. Do I want to read this article and see if it gives up different information?
you read different articles, you get different information and different different accounts of who that person is. So, um, and this is no disrespect to the Duke of Kent, Michael. This is no disrespect to you or your family. This is just us talking about what has happened to him and what's going on. I know his he has children that are still alive to this day. So I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything, but somebody felt like it was, well, people and um, pe people have said, and I have watched many documentaries, whether it was about the royal family or conspiracy theories, and a lot of people question what happened to um, Prince George, Duke of Kent. I'm going to go ahead and read this article because there's a part that I want y'all to see that they saying right here. And like I said, this is no disrespect to his family. His family is still alive. He had three children. Um, so, yeah. This article is by honey.9.com.au. Um, and it says, The Scandalous Brief Life of Prince George, Duke of Kent. By Libby Jane Charleston. I forgot to tell you the authors of the other um, articles. So it said, He was handsome, vivacious, young brother of King Edward the eighth and George the sixth. Let's call him the prince you never heard of. Although Prince George was known in his day, his biggest legacy is that he'll be known as a mysterious party prince. Not only was he said to enjoy affairs with both women and men, the Duke of Kent has also had a habit of being the center of countless high profile love scandals. And there has a quotation mark. Being fifth in line to the throne, George never felt the pressure of having to adhere to the strict royal protocol. His public image was never up for public scrutiny, and because he wasn't required to behave in a regal fashion at all times, he was relatively free to live his life as he chose. He ultimately, his untimely death in 1942 rocked the royal family, and there were rumors he fathered at least two illegitimate children. And that's why I had to go ahead and give that disclaimer in the beginning, because that was in the article. Let's take a look at the original party prince, Queen Elizabeth's Uncle George, and whether his life really was scandalous as many believe. At the time of his birth, George was fifth in line of succession to the throne behind his father, King George V, and three older brothers, Edward, Albert, and Henry. Edward was the one that advocated the throne. Albert was the one that had the throne, and his daughter is on the throne right now, Queen Elizabeth. And Henry was the one that had that very attractive son that also mysteriously died in a plane crash. In the 1920s, George served in the Royal Navy and became the first royal to be a civil servant. We already know this. On October 12, 1934, shortly before his marriage to his second cousin, Prince Marina of Greece, he was given the title Duke of Kent. The couple had three children, Edward, Alexandra, and Michael. Now, I want y'all to keep in mind, he married Prince, he married Princess Marina of Greece and Denmark. Who else do we know in a royal family was a royal, part of a royal family that was part of Greece and Denmark? I'm going to let y'all guess and figure that out. I'm going to talk about it. And I'm going to briefly talk about it for a minute. We're going to skip that and go ahead and say the secret scandals galore. Rumor has it the juiciest information about George is hidden under lock and key at Windsor Castle, with no royal biographers ever allowed to take a look. 
it was widely believed that Duke was bisexual. The Duke was bisexual. Excuse me. Which may be one reason the papers are hidden from the views due to perhaps holding some unsavory information the royals didn't want the public to know. If it's unsavory information, why are we talking about this? Why, why is this even an article if it's unsavory? The royals family, which Princess Diana referred to as the firm. <laughs> Oh, that's how it was coined the firm. Okay. I was like, why did he call it the firm? She she coined the phrase the firm. All right. It's serious about guarding a secret. In many ways, George had a lot in common with Prince Harry. He knew he would never be king, which gave him the freedom to almost do whatever he likes. Apparently, he likes to indulge in potential toxic duos, sex and drugs. In 1934, George was under pressure to get married, so he tied the knot with his second cousin, Prince Marina of Greece, on November 29, 1934. It was a union that produced the current Duke and Prince of Kent. Uh, it says, prior to and after his marriage, George reportedly indulged in multiple affairs with several high-profile men and women. This still allegedly, y'all. I got to make sure I said the word allegedly. This is allegedly, this man is not allowed to defend himself. And I'm pretty sure if that was going on, his children would not know. Because you don't want your children to know you're a freak. Even if it's 20 of y'all, you don't want your children to know stuff like that. So there's still allegations. It's still an allegation about this. He was said to be romantically involved with the heiress Poppy Baring, U.S. cabaret artist Florence Mill, and singer Jesse Matthews. He also reportedly had a fling with Margaret, Duchess of Argyle, who made headlines with the headless man photograph that appeared during her divorce case. When it came to his affair with men, there were persistent rumors George became the lover of British playwright Noel Coward and as well as Jorge Ferreira, the son of Argentine ambassador, Argentine ambassador. It was with George, it was with Jorge, Sorry. It was with Jorge that George apparently enjoyed a threesome with U.S. socialite Kiki Preston, a drug addict who was known as the girl with the silver syringe. Girl? A covered-up arrest. George's bisexuality was known in high society, but back in the 1920s, the press knew not to report anything that may portray the royal family in a negative or scandalous light. When George was allegedly arrested for a homosexual act, police released him once his royal identity was confirmed and the news never made headline. A prolific and discreet letter writ writer that George would apparently write love letters to his numerous male and female lovers. It is believed he was once blackmailed by a male prostitute over his love letters, so it's wondered the palace has George's personal information locked away. When it comes to drugs, the Duke was known to indulge in cocaine and morphine and even being put under the house arrest by members of the royal family. The rumor was that it was his brother Edward in a bid to cure his addiction. The attempt intervened only stopped his drug abuse for a short time. Y'all all know about the plane crash that happened on August 25th, 1942. So he lit his light, honey. I want to talk about the family ties. Following the Duke's death, 
rumors persisted that he had fathered two illegitimate children. The first, a daughter, Rain, born in 1929 to Arthur Barbara Cartland, was married to Alexander McColdale at the time. Rain later became the stepmother of Princess Diana. Oh, what? The other Roman's love child, Michael Temple Canfield, born in 1926, was the son of Kiki Preston, who continued to be a bad influence in Duke's life when it comes to his drug abuse. It is believed his brother, Edward, did everything he could to try and get George away from Kiki. Interesting note, baby Michael was later adopted by Cass Canfield and went on to book Mary Caroline Lee Bouvier, the younger sister of the American First Lady, Jacqueline Kennedy. Oh, wow. So that's the last article. I have another article, but I don't want to really want to read it because I got to get my two cents. I got to learn to shorten up these podcasts because people ain't got time to hear me run my mouth all day, every day and talk about this. But it is very interesting information. Um, about... Prince George, Duke of Kent. Um, so let me give my little two cents. I want y'all to notice a pattern. And everything I read, everything I talked about, and everything I have been saying these past few days. It is Thursday. We started on Monday while I was talking about a movie I had watched. We talked about um, Fred and Gladys. <laughs> and this is all because we are we're talking about, we started this whole series talking about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry coming out against the royal family with allegations about them possibly being racist um, or colorist or just plain classes. I don't quite know. Um, racism and classism go hand in hand sometimes. People assume that when you are black or the darker you are, the less class you have, which is not true. So, I mean, it differentiates. I don't know why they would think that child was going to ever come out dark skin. That child was never going to come out darker than me. I mean, let's be honest. He wasn't going to even come out my color. And I'm light skin. And I'm not light as he is. And I'm not light as his mother is. But he was not going to come out looking like me. Not with my phenotype. And I, you can look at me until I'm black. But... As you see throughout royal history, there has been scandal, and it scandal has all to do with people living a life they want to live. Um, when it comes to Prince George, Duke of Kent, he married his second cousin. Now, I want to talk about that for a minute. If I'm not mistaken... Is it Prince Philip? Wasn't he Prince of Greece and Denmark? Before he married Queen Elizabeth? Let's do some research on that. Because I find it to be weird that he married Princess Marina. 
Which my question is, are her and Prince Philip directly related to each other? First, we got to find the fact if Prince Philip was Prince of Greece in Denmark. One. And this guy looks so much like Prince Andrew. He looks exactly like Prince Andrew. So we're going to look into that because that's another room about the royal family is that they inbreed. No, oh Lord. I don't know if I want to do this now. He in the hospital. I don't want to be the reason behind his death. Lord Jesus. Prince Andrew of Greece and Denmark is his father. Let, let me go some go back. And like I said, I'm going to do this via Wikipedia because this is the fastest way for me. But Prince, his young um, Andrew of Denmark. So I was right. He was Prince of Greece and Denmark. Let me find out if he related to uh, Queen Elizabeth's uncle's wife. Let's look at this. Do they have? I know they have a royal family tree on here on Wikipedia. Let, let's go to Queen Elizabeth first. Must, we want to talk about her uncle. Because if I'm not mistaken. Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip are cousins too. And to be honest with you, they're all related through Queen Victoria. Which, that's another person Prince George Duke can't look like. He looks like Prince, he like Queen, Queen Victoria. Is this him? Is it George V? Look at his son, Prince George Duke of Kent. His wife, Princess Marina. Funny, she died Virgo season two, August Now, let me go back to Prince Philip. Because that was his title. And I thought it was weird that he didn't become king when Queen Elizabeth became queen. Because he was a prince. Y'all do know that Prince Philip was a prince before he married Queen Elizabeth. But for some reason, he had to give her his title. It's complicated. It was during World War II. And I think his sisters had married to Nazis.
they usually have like a family tree here. Let me see if I can find a family tree. Okay, his mom is Prince Alice of Battenberg, Prince Andrew of Greece and Denmark. Philip and Alexander, including Philip. Philip, Alexander, and her children are all descendants from Prince Alice of Battenberg, the daughter of Queen Victoria through a purely female line. Let me look into this. I want to see if Princess Marina is related to... Let me go to my shortcuts because I'm over here scrambling through this and I'm trying to figure out if Princess Marina has any blood relations to Prince Philip of Battenberg. I mean, Prince, um, Prince Philip of Edinburgh, formerly known as Prince Philip of Greece and Denmark. Let me find that Wikipedia page. This is like strange. What's her bloodline? Let's look at this. Princess Marina, Prince Nicholas. Grand Duchess Elena. Who her parents? You know what? We're going to find this out for Freaky Friday. Because this right here. This is what I'm talking about. If she was already second cousin to Prince George Duke of Kent. There's some hardcore inbreeding going on. And like I said, Prince um, Prince George, Duke of Kent, he looks like Prince Andrew. Yeah, I know what Prince Andrew is accused of. He, he's accused of doing the same dang thing, you know. Let's just say this. Uh, Prince George, Duke of Kent, is PG rated compared to Prince Andrew in the allegations against him. He was on Epstein's list. So we 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 got this is to be continued because I want to see if Prince Marina how she is related to Prince Philip because they both have titles from Greece and Denmark. Granted, though, Marina' mother is Russian. 
look into this on a later date. This is very important to me because everybody was talking about this. And like I said, I could have sworn Prince Philip was Prince Philip of Denmark and Greece. And then now that I look at it and see that Queen Elizabeth's own uncle was was married to a princess of Denmark and Greece. This grows right into Freaky Friday, y'all, where there's rumors and allegations that the royal family inbreed. This is Lady Tiffany Ma. This is my mind emporium. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Don't sleep with your cousin. <laughs>